I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Back streets, back. All right. You're listening to Bandwagons. Yes. Welcome back, y'all. Another mm-hmm. uh, exciting week for you here in Bandwagons HQ. Yeah. Uh, first of all, if you've been following us on social media, which if you don't, we're at Bandwagons Pod everywhere. Bandwagons Podcast. Podcast on, yeah, uh, you'll find us. One or the other, like, just search it, you'll be fine. You'll see us. You'll see us there in our little wagon. Anyway, if you are following us anywhere there, we've hit 10,000 listeners. Oh, I actually think we're up about like 10. We're definitely up. Over the 10k mark. By now. the time this goes up, we up, we'll be on like 10,100. Well, like the, the day we announced it, we were already at 10 1. Yeah. But that's not as impressive to say. Like. No, no, no. Imagine being that one other person that just pushed it over to be an 10, odd 10 100, I mean. Oh, 10 100. <laughs> I thought you meant like 10 and one person. Oh, no, we got one listener that day. Like, imagine. <laughs> we couldn't have that level of growth. Look at that organic growth. Anyway, we hit those listeners. Thank you so much, everyone who's listened. If you've told people, if you've tagged people in comments, shared links, left a review. We really, really appreciate it and we're hoping to just get bigger and better from here. Yeah. And we see everyone. We notice all the fans, all the regulars. I know. I hate to say it. I actually all can't believe fans. I just said I were the oh! word fans. Oh, I'm blushing. We have, to, we have to kill this podcast right now. Um, But we notice the people who actually genuinely enjoy the podcast and give us feedback and we really appreciate them and we consider them friends now. So we do indeed. Now, jump on that bandwagon. Enough gloating. Let's get on to this week's topic, which is... Musical comebacks. So we mean this in the sense of like acts and bands and artists coming back as opposed to literal musicals. Because when I said this to Kian, my boyfriend, he said, oh, like Hamilton and Trump. And I was like, mm. how was Hamilton a comeback? I, I don't know. I mean, the, the the heart was there. We will do an episode on musicals. I'll fight for it till the day I die. But yeah. it's just not relevant right yeah. now. That's Breed's bandwagon. That is my anyway, bandwagon. yes, we're talking about musical comebacks. We're looking at the people who have come back to the bands we love, the bands we'd love to see come back but first of all let's talk about what do you think qualifies as a comeback breach I think for for it to be a successful musical comeback 
they need to be gone long enough for you to miss them. How long is that? Oh, like 10 years. Like, I don't think... Really? I think, like, I won't, without, like, getting into the ones that have come back, like, I think Westlife did it well, Jonas Brothers did it well, and, like, I don't know, some people are saying Justin Bieber is having a musical comeback just because he hasn't really released a song in, like, a year. Do you know? And it's not, I wouldn't constitute that. It has to be, like, you have to... It has to be an element of nostalgia, I think, attached to the act. I would have said previously it would have been 10 years. I would have agreed with you. Yeah. But what's it now? Now I would say five. Okay. Who was it big five years ago that would, if they came around today, would you think they were back? Five years ago? Mm, what about... Five years ago, like, we uh, we were in college, like. Who's big in college Jason that isn't Derulo? around now? Jason Derulo. If Jason Derulo, did, who is touring at the minute, that's not a comeback. He never left, though. Jesus, this has gone down a rabbit hole. Yeah, it is. I, I, <laughs> I just think, I when you think about, let's take Robin for an example, right? So yes. she released an album. It was last year that she released it, wasn't it? Yeah, and she's touring this year. She released it late last year. And she hadn't released something for like, I think it was at least... I think it was five. But it was, I think it might have been a bit more than that. It might have been like six or seven. Fair. And I think that's kind of like the median time that you can get away with something that you're like, oh yeah, Robin, I really need her to come back and I really but need some bangers. But obviously then she has her cohort of fans who are probably waiting every day to be like, when is she yeah. coming back? I need but her to come back. Like you, because you kind of know, you kind of keep uh, keep track of people. But like the same with Avril Lavigne, like she hadn't released anything in six years. And then when she did, we were all kind of like, was she just there the whole time? And I feel like it, I was kind of like that with Robin as well. Yeah. It's just kind of like, oh, like, has she just released a really good song that everyone's talking about? Or is this like a first song in a while? Yeah. But like, you know, you knew kind of when Boyzone came back that they were back, you know, that they were. Yeah. Like, but I don't know, maybe that's just because they're a way bigger act. I think, again, I think that comes down to how you do your PR. Like Avril's PR yeah. was non-existent. Yeah. That came and went. I mean, even when we were talking about it on Bandwagon, like, you didn't hear about it. And I had heard about it before you. Yeah. And then it just seemed to totally go under the radar because if you're away for that long, like, you I mean, five years, absolutely, five years is a long time. And the hard thing with the with the music industry, and especially with women, I find, when you're that bit older and you're that side of 25, people don't give a fuck. Yeah. And that's, I'm not saying that's a good thing. I'm not endorsing that. It's a, it's not a good thing. Yeah. But it's just the reality of the situation for a lot of people. There are, I mean, there are a handful of exceptions. You look at like Madonna, who's coming back this year in inverted commas. I can't remember was the last time. Was she ever gone she, though? I would say she was. When was the last time she released her last album? That that was she not still like doing a bit on other people's songs? Like same as Justin Bieber, like doing keeping. No, I don't think you compare, the toe in. Like. I don't think you compare her to Justin Bieber. So Justin Bieber was you collab- absolutely can't compare Madonna to Justin Bieber. Fair, That's yeah. fair. Like, but I don't. Justin was doing a lot of collaborative work. Madonna definitely wasn't. Madonna doesn't do collaborative work in general unless it's her own stuff and she's other people collaborating with her. Yeah. So, it's interesting, I think. Yeah. So I'm just looking, like, um, I just looked up One Direction or Broken Up. Haven't Aww. done a tap in three years. It if they were to me. come back in two years' time, would you ca- constitute it as a comeback? How many years but would that be? a comeback. How many years would that be? It's been three years now. So in two more years, absolutely. Not in halfway, I'm absolutely, I hooked the One Direction reunion to my veins now. Like, if they were like, we're going back tomorrow, I, I would still be ecstatic. So I suppose then again, it's not, that's yeah. because I'm a fan. I think it's different. If you're a fan and you're in it, like any length of time is too long. Yeah, that's true. Any, if you're any way into it, 
any like you're just going to be like wins it out but I suppose it's not it doesn't really constitute like or like it doesn't really depend on time I don't think time really has much to do with it then does it if it's just like it's you just kind of have to be non-existent for a period yeah I agree I think it depends what you do in between and that's why I wouldn't consider anything that Justin's doing to be gone you know what I would consider in terms of like the Justin Bieber area areas 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 Uh, the era is a comeback do you know when he did when he came back with like what do you mean yeah Yeah, yeah, and that whole whatever that album was called uh, Purpose yeah that was a comeback that was his comeback was it though again you have to consider what you interpret a comeback to mean because I take it from the perspective that he kind of went and became a bit of a villain in the eyes of the music industry yeah it was more like a a PR comeback than a musical comeback but I think he was still away for a time then. I think now it definitely wasn't yeah. that long. It was under five years. So again, you could argue that he wasn't really away and he was probably still doing bits in between. Yeah. But in terms of his own work, because he'd done that collaboration with Skrillex as well. Do you know, and he do that, and he do I and hated he do. that song. Tune. Where are you now that I need you? <laughs> I just have you. Do you know that video of like uh, that meme of is it Pepe the Frog? I think he's kind of like racist now or. He's cancelled anyway, but before he was cancelled, there was this meme of him like uh, dancing to that song. It's so funny, and it's but he looks really sad when he's dancing. So it's just like uh, you when you lose all your friends in the club and you're just dancing by yourself. <laughs> it was funny. I'll, if I can find it, I'll put it on the Insta, but I probably can't because, as I said, Pepe is cancelled now. Um, it's interesting, yeah. When I think of like the most clear example of a comeback, the one that I probably look to that I think was executed the best and probably went down the best commercially, uh, critically. If you don't say Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson is cancelled as well, Breed. Yeah, but it was a great comeback at the time. We're we're not loving him now. How do you mean in terms of like the This Is It tour and then he died? He had a movie about his comeback, like... But then he died. Like he didn't really come back. Well, like, like I'm not trying to be... I'm really not trying to be distasteful, (laughs) like, but the man, like, man was like, I'm coming back and then died. Yeah, but like, sorry, that was, sorry, yeah, okay, keep going. <laughs> okay, so again. I just remember that being a class comeback. I do remember, oh, if in terms of hype, hype absolutely. Yes, yeah, yeah, but yeah. was it executed? No. But it could have, it would have been. It could have been, but that's not my point. Sorry, okay. Sure could have, would have. Sorry, like. sorry, I've ruined it again, go. <laughs> <laughs> the clearest example in my head, and you're free to disagree, is take that first comeback. Because I remember that. I didn't grow up with Take That. I knew of them, but I didn't really remember. Yeah, you knew their odd hit. Like, yeah, I'd, yeah. Well, like, yeah, and I knew the songs. I didn't really, I, like, I would have been more familiar with, like, Robbie Williams as Robbie yeah, Williams yeah, is yeah. a thing. And then when they came back with, like, Patience, there was mad hype yeah, around that. There patience. seemed to be real progression in the music. And yet the interest was still there. And they seemed to have found this new audience because they were all, like, dads and, like, rugged and men walking on a beach. Big, hairy, dirty men. Yeah, and then there was this question of, like, oh, they're back, but is Robbie going to come back? There was this still, like, okay, they're back, but what next? They'd already kind of set themselves up for anything in the future. That's fair, yeah. Um, That album was really successful. I can't remember the name of it. But the other singles, like, Shine, uh, Wait for Life. I think that song on Stardust was on it, Rule the World. yeah. Is it Stardust? Yep. It is. Because I was just thinking, I was like, it's not the documentary about the... Oh, Jesus, no. No, 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 no different movies. Don't even mention no, no, it. No, no, don't no, mention sorry. the war. Um, that's what I would think. Would you agree? Do you reckon they pulled it that's, off? Or? That's a good one, yeah. But then I I don't know if I could me- if, like we could measure it properly because we weren't there to see the original take that. Well, we were there, but we didn't like... 
you know yeah I think it would be interesting we to saw hear the comeback it. but we didn't see like yeah. their original career properly it would be interesting to hear it or like see view it from the perspective of someone who was like die hard to take that fan yeah. from the off yeah but then you have the example of the Spice Girls who are performing in Dublin this week and yeah. I'm going with my sister we're very excited I kind of wanted to go with her because everyone and their cat are going yeah um, I wanted to go Neve kind of got me into them and I don't think I would I wouldn't say I'm as big a fan as her but it's kind of uh, you mentioned earlier nostalgia and I think yeah. that's what a lot of comebacks have to be built on to an extent I don't think they should exploit that nostalgia factor but if you can't tap into that you're not going to get into it you're not going to get to fans pockets and that's where most of these tours and albums or reunions are aiming for like at the end yeah. of the day it's a money making exercise but yes I'm going to go see Spice Girls I'm very excited but there's the question then they obviously came back in inverted commas around the time of the London Olympics yeah and they had like headlines let's not even talk about that single it's shite um, they performed I think they did a few select dates and then towards the end like Victoria just wasn't they? bothered yeah yeah but like not like I in just the thought m- they did the the Olympics no they did a few like major cities but like nothing to what in comparison to what they're doing now and obviously now they've come back without Victoria so there's this argument between subsections of people where it's like well it's not a comeback because Victoria's not there and other people uh, being like no absolutely but still a comeback but that came back without like there's only three of them now isn't there that's exactly and I think there definitely was a discussion when Take That came back without Robbie obviously yeah. but I suppose Westlife really, without Brian Exactly. And I really don't mean this in a disparaging way, but I love Victoria. I would love to see a full Spice Girls lineup with Posh because I think, I mean, who wouldn't? I think it'd be gas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I mean, in terms of what she contributes to Spice Girls, if you compare that to what, like... Vocally? Yeah. If you compare that to what, like, Robbie contributed to take that, like... Yeah, it's not the same. Is it... How much of an absence is it really? Yeah. And I really, like, don't... Victoria Beckham stands, don't come at me. I'm obsessed with her. But I suppose there's not that as argu- in a Spice Girl sense, though, just in her, her own brand yes, sense. Probably. Absolutely. And I mean, she's obviously not into it. So is it really fair to be like, oh, well, it's not a genuine, authentic reunion if uh, Posh isn't there? She's not arsed. She yeah, wants to make her, her there. She wants to play a dress up. She wants to do whatever the hell she wants. Yeah. Do her, she's her makeup she's line now, right? Like, she's enough going on. Yeah. But then that asks, like, why do they come back? She obviously doesn't need to come back. Why are the rest of them coming back? Do they need the money? Do they miss the fans? Do Mel B miss- absolutely needs money. She's a couple of lawsuits on the go at the minute. Mel, see, I don't know because who would you argue, right, is has been the most successful out of them in Scary a solo spice, perspective? Apart from Victoria. Do you reckon? Victoria is definitely the one. Like not, yeah, okay, not in a musical sorry. sense. Excluding Victoria. Yeah, then scary, I would say. What's okay. her name? Mel. Mel, yeah, yeah. I don't know which is Mel which. Was Mel was my favourite growing up as well. She just, she's hit America hard. Like, they've yeah. really taken to her. Um, I don't, I think Jerry could have been big. Yeah. I she, think I she knows a lot of dead as well or something. Or I might have made that up. Um, but anyway. Emma's just happy to fly under the radar, I think. But this is the other thing as well. You're saying why would they? Because like, Emma is a radio presenter now. I'm Actually, I'm not sure if she still is there, but she was oh, working yeah, yeah, for yeah. Hart in... Yeah the UK and whatever and she kind of had other little bits they all kind of seem to have bits I tell you what I don't think Jerry is in debt but she married like a, a, a big like posho country boy millionaire man like so you're kind of, it does beg the question why and I know there's this whole thing and they try to peddle this narrative that it's like we miss the fans we love it so much we want to come back to it and while I don't Do doubt think for the majority there is an element of that there it's but as the I adoration said, though isn't that 
Oh, you mean as in like, is it it's an exercise in ego? Just for yeah. them to be like, mm, I love this, I miss this. Yeah. Probably. There's definitely an element to that as well. Yeah. Especially for people like them. Because they're kind of got more forgotten about now. The, like when, as the older we get and the like, as the teens come up behind us, like they don't really know Spice Girls. They don't care about Spice Girls. And yeah. It's a new generation for them to kind of like. To capitalise on. Capitalise on. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Fundamentally, I think it's money. And I think that's the argument that a lot of people put forward when the these kind of reunion tours are announced. Like, say for example, Westlife are playing Cork Park next month June 5th of July I'll see you oh, there oh July yeah sorry of course because I really wanted to go um, but I'm fairly sure the dates clash with longitude so mm, usually the longitude is the weekend after but no they had to move it this year because oh, okay. for some reason I know there was like VAT then or something yeah, I don't know yeah, yeah. yeah I was really annoyed because the date sold out and I was like oh I'll, I'll probably be able to get tickets closer at the time and then I copped the dates but anyway yeah that was the argument for a lot of people when they announced it and they were playing Croke Park and there was going to be new music. I actually attended the press conference. They had it yeah, in uh, yeah, yeah. the Intercontinental, I think. It's the one of the Ballsbridge hotels. Um, and I went out and obviously they had they did kind of like a little interview thing where they spoke about how excited they were and like they just thought it was the right time and why they came back without Brian and stuff and because they did so because much Brian work. Brian left so long ago. But that was it's the ar- not relevant that anymore. That was the argument they made. Now they didn't say he wasn't relevant but they were like they did have a conversation where it was like okay how do we go ahead with this? And they basically said he wasn't relevant. They said Westlife was have been together longer than they've had Brian. Yeah like, yeah. Since, yeah. But they they weren't like <laughs> they were sound enough about it and Brian was yeah. pretty support. He was vocalised on Twitter that he was supportive of the lads getting back together like again yeah, Brian clearly having, has no interest they were having none of that narrative like yeah, that, yeah. it was a big like there was loads of rumours as well in terms of Brian asking for like unbelievable amounts of money to come nah. back no. oh I'd say mm. I doubt they asked him like why would they ask him but you don't know in terms of like like Louis Walsh could have asked him and I think they're under like Simon Cowell's management or like Psycho I don't some think kind they of asked at all I don't think they need him well, I think there was kind of things come out that they were like, no, 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 that's not true. But like, who's to know? Wouldn't you love to be a fly in the wall in the, in the room with that negotiation? True, I would. Yeah. Anyway, there was that whole argument that like, how would how would they fare in this landscape where kind of the older boy band isn't really doing as well? Even like the latest iteration of Take That, like I know they're on a greatest hit store, but in terms of like their most recent music, I couldn't name anything. I'd say Die Hard Take the Fat fans could, but in terms of... Take Fat fans. Take Fat fans. <laughs> <laughs> Fake fat fans. Take fat fans. Um, you got no fans. You got no ground. Uh, what was I saying? It, like in terms of the initial mainstream success they had with like Patience and that album. Yeah. Like they're they're kind of gone on the back foot again, where it's like they're doing greatest hits again. But and it's just it's just three it. of us. People eat it up. I really wanted to go see them the three year in it, but I missed it. But the argument then against Westlife is again, were they gone long enough? Yes. Um. Are, okay. Sorry, I'll answer. No, them. no, no. Absolutely answer. Um. The other question was, how would they fare in this landscape? Like, are they modern enough? Are they contemporary enough? I think they're killing it. Do you not think they're killing it? I thought their their latest single, "Hello, My Love," was very enjoyable. Yeah. Very enjoyable. Um. There's good. Uh, They've another one since, don't they? They do, which I didn't enjoy as much. I'm gonna be honest. I but liked it, it, but it, it did wasn't as much. Didn't come in as as hard and fast as the yeah. first one. Louis Walsh is managing them again, and he was on with Tracy Clifford on Two FM, and he was speaking about like the, what the album to come, and obviously he was like, "It's amazing. You look like a boy band, sound like a boy band." Um, but he said that there's a couple of more Ed Sheeran songs on it, so yeah. hoping they don't just sound like rips from. 
Well, Hello Plus My Love is an absolute oh, it's ca- it's of Castle on the Hill. Hill. Like, it is the yeah, same yeah. song. No, absolutely it is. Um, but like still, if it's a hit, it's a hit. And there's only four chords anyway. Yeah. So. But I suppose, again, you have to look at all their positions again. The only one who was really mad doing anything and who was have, enjoying any kind of mainstream success before the reunion was Nicky. Because obviously no. he had his, two, his, his 2FM gig. Keen had his well, doing? He did telly stuff for a while. He was on The Voice. But I, but I mean in the recent months and weeks beforehand. You, Shane had some solo... No, Mark had a solo song like last Christmas. And the one thing I will say, Mark's solo stuff is really, He's really good. He's the best singer. He's the really most good so- yeah, and a good songwriter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He had a oh, pretty good single. It was called uh, Merry Christmas Baby or Happy Christmas Baby. <laughs> Happy Christmas, baby. But he's but even in terms of pop stuff, he's done really, really good. Um, I'd say they all they were all tipping away, like. But uh, yeah, like he was saying, I wouldn't have said Nicky was the most successful out of it just because. He was oh, on I don't 2FM. know. The only the only thing was as well, um, considering like the only two lads who pursued like a real solo musical career were Mark and Shane. Like, they, did you know they're mad in like Southeast Asia, like mad big? Oh, really? Yeah, like. Insanely big, like they have their their factions of fans are insane. Like they I know love pe- Irish boy bands over there. I know people who've gone traveling and they've just said they'll go into a place and uh, uh, coast to coast will be on the radio and they'll oh. be like, "What the, what dimension have I stepped through?" But sorry, Shane actually said at the press press conference that how they decided about getting back together was like they were all home at Christmas time or whatever, and they all just like one of them texts the other and they all met up in a pub and they were like, "Ah, lads, let's do it." Yeah. Because I'd say it just came, it probably came up for them all every few months. You know, it's kind of like the Friends reunion. I'd say every time they were interviewed, it's like when he's getting back together, when he's getting yeah. back together. But do you reckon is that just a story to be like, oh, wow, how cute. Like they're all, like I don't yeah. doubt that they, like they are definitely all still in touch. Like, but do you believe that story or do you think it's spin? No, like I'd say it, it's probably always on their radar. And then ah, I'd, fair, I'd believe it, but I'd say there was a lot more of an orchestration and then while they were all home at Christmas they got together but yeah. I'd say it was in the pipelines before that and I, then they only considered it when they got together I want maybe. to believe that it's true but a part of me feels like it's nice. there's a grain of truth and then there's okay let's make this sound like really nice and really yeah you know home, yeah homely. you just mentioned there about how members and artists are probably constantly asked about when are you coming back or yeah, yeah, yeah. when is the when is the reunion? Uh, Louis Tomlinson of One Direction of Pain is obviously trying to do his own Give bits whenever. Give him a break. I know, He's I'm, had a rough life. Listen, in, any other opportunity I'd rag on him, I'm going to be honest, but the man's went through the ringer. It's not my place to say. But he recently did an interview with ODD Entertainment where they inevitably asked him again about the reunion. And he is up for it and said if it didn't happen that he'd have something to say about it and he pretty much labelled it as inevitable. No, I mean, the rest of them are staying fairly stum. They kind of have to say that, like, they have to, there's, there's nothing better than a bit of hope, like, for... Yeah. But a part of me ones. wishes, because... <laughs> give the young ones a bit give of the hope, young ones like... The a part of me wishes that there would just be a little bit more honesty when it comes to those interviews and those conversations. But it doesn't matter what be they honest. say. What, what do you mean? Make a point. Sorry. <laughs> but it doesn't matter, like, if he said, no, it's not really going to happen, what's going to change, like, and then, like... He's only going to upset fans by saying, no, it'll never happen. Where it's, if he goes, oh, it's definitely going to happen. Like we just, it's all about timing or whatever. The same, we're getting the same outcome. Like nothing's happening. Yeah, but it's just true. keeping more people happy by saying like, oh yeah, there's always hope or whatever. Yeah. he's People are still going to keep asking them. People are still going to keep speculating regardless of what he says and regardless of what the truth is. 
Yeah, that's fair. And in fairness, I say that now, but I'm fairly sure Zayn has done a couple of interviews and Zayn is currently seems to be pretty allergic about yeah it's like he's really want to focus focus on himself and his artistry and like and again that's my point artistry. i kind of nearly admire that that he's like uh that he's just very vocal about the fact that he's not really interested in getting back into that and in fairness i'd argue was he ever interested do you think he was ever interested in being, being in a boy band, band? no yeah. none of them were that's why they all auditioned solo that's true that's a very fair point Secret direction over here. Um, my first ever concert was a comeback tour. It was Boyzone's first comeback. I was, I can't remember what age I was, but I was in my auntie's house, or my cousin's house when, with my auntie and uncle, and the Late Late Show was on, and they were being interviewed, and I had, like, no real interest in Boyzone. I kind of knew their songs, but they were talking about their upcoming comeback tour, and they were like, and we're going to have this really great fella called Own Quig supporting us. And I nearly leapt off the couch. And my auntie was like, she must really love Boyzone. So my auntie bought me a ticket <laughs> and brought me to Boyzone. And she was like, big fan. And I was like, I was only there for Own Quig. Like, <laughs> um, How long was he on for? Like 20 minutes? 30 minutes? Was, uh, like, uh, yeah, for 40 minutes max. Maybe yeah. not even. What's the support act these days? Like, Where was that on, did you say? The Three Arena. Amazing. Um, and then the concert ended up being class. And, yeah. I, uh, and then like six months later, Stephen Gately died. So it was like actually a really, really nice memory. I actually really wish I'd seen them on their most recent comeback tour. Like this, do you know the one where Shane, they were on the Late Late promoting it again and Shane Lynch basically told Ryan Tuberty to F off because he was like late for the interview or something. No. Oh my God, I need to link that clip on the Instagram. It's hilarious. Being rude or being funny? A bit of both. Like it, there was kind of just a question as to like, oh, or... Oh, I need to find the exact question as to why why they were coming back or whatever. And he was kind of very cheeky back. Very funny. Very enjoyable. But anyway, I would have loved to have seen that show. But I, that brings me on to another question. You just said there that, it was, that the show that you saw them at, it was one of their first comebacks in inverse comments. From what I can remember, yeah. How many comebacks before... It's too many. It's not yeah. a comeback anymore. Yeah. You're, just, you're just back. Yeah, yeah. How, or like... Uh, Oh, like that. It's the same question, really, isn't it? Because who's that artist that always retires and then comes out of the woodwork? Phil Collins. Mm-hmm. Phil Collins has retired like two or three times. No way. Yeah. Like your man, the actor, Daniel Day Lewis. Has he? He retires like all the time, doesn't he? And then My he comes God. Back. I, I don't, imagine you were just clocking out work on a Friday and be like, guys, I quit. I'm re- <laughs> oh, I'm like, I'm, I'm my, tar- my retirement. Thanks for everything. And then just come back in Monday being like, gotcha. Go. I'm coming out of retirement. Like obscene. Yeah. Like, I think, personally, like, I'm just going to use the example of Take That again because I think it's the easiest because they have, like, two members that aren't really there anymore. Yeah. The other guy, it's not how Jason? Jason Orange. Jason Orange. He was a hot one. Ra- yes, very hot. Um, I kind of think they're all hot now. Mm, not the little one. But, ah, like, breed. each to their own, each to their own. It's all the he same wouldn't be for me. Now. I'm just a bit, yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just to take that example, like, if they... We'll say like three years time they came back and it's like full lineup. I'd be like, nah, like you have bled that horse dry. Like, yeah, is that an expression? Bleeding horse dry. Yeah, okay. Flog the horse, flogging a dead horse. <laughs> Flog the flogging horse. The horse. Flog there's blood the everywhere. Horse. <laughs> um, I I wouldn't be arsed. I and as much as like I've said, I would really like to see them live. I that is very evidently a cash grab in my eyes for yeah. all of them and I would just because they they all they have to cash in on is nostalgia like they yeah. do like they don't really have hits anymore like you were saying so yeah. all they really have to play on is that yeah and that like that little bit of hope that Robbie will show up on stage like the people I know that go to those concerts 
are generally of an older demographic. Yeah. But I still will go. I think I've heard really good things about them. Their staging them is supposed live. to be insane. Yeah. They flew around like a helicopter, didn't they? Yeah. A class. Some mad stuff. Um, other comeback bands we've seen. Do you remember Electric Picnic last year when we had to see S Club? Not S Club 7 because there's not seven of them anymore. And we got stuck S Club in, 3. We got oh, stuck cr- in a crush. The great crush of, what year was that? 2016? 2017. 2017. Oh, obscene. That was horrendous. So didn't even get to see them. They came out on stage and uh, the crowd just whooshed and we got stuck and I nearly started crying. And we di- I didn't find Fnula <laughs> till the next day. <laughs> so Electric Picnic had this thing at the festival where they have a stage called... Uh, Throwback. Electric the, uh, the Electric... No, it's not the Electric Arena, uh, but Electric like Ireland Throwback Electric stage. Ireland Throwback Stage. And they've had people like S Club 3. Uh, who else did they have? I think they've uh, Bewitched. Bewitched, yeah. They tend to have those kind of nostalgic acts for that whole point that the... Stage is a bit of crack. Uh, it's reminiscing on these kind of old cheesy acts of before. Did they have Aqua before? Yeah, probably. They that kind of seems like their yeah, thing. that's kind of their shtick anyway. And they end up being really, really popular over the course of the yeah. festival. Too popular for the size of the tent. Oh my god, it was like S Crush Seven. <laughs> no, but seriously, it was actually very hazardous. And I it really, was really scary. If anyone from Electric Picnic is listening, you got to look into that because that was terrifying. Put- Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Come on the main stage. S Club would fill the main stage. And I'm fairly, the main sh- arena. I'm fairly sure they were miming. From what I could hear, because I, I could not see, see. No. But like, it could. It was very evidently was the track. Like, it's Joe, Harvey and... I want to say Tina. Yeah, I don't know. All because I could Joe. Do you know? Do you know what that reminds me of on this to- topic? I would love if Rachel Stevens came back. Ah, uh, yeah. She would she Bangers. like by herself. Yes, by herself. That'd be a good comeback. She, she was great, hits. underrated. Yes, a British yes. pop icon. Yeah, I would appreciate it. What's she at now? Her. I wonder. We must get onto her. Yeah, I'll give her a rose <laughs> there now after the show. Um, other people who are in town very soon this summer: Ali and AJ. Are they? Yes. Can we go? Yes, of course. But do you want to pay for a meet and greet? How much? 135 euro. Not a chance. No, obscene. Did you ever watch that uh, TV show on MTV? Still the Future. No, Hellcats. No, I didn't. But it was I- class and it got cancelled after like two seasons. Ali was in it, wasn't Ali it? Ali was in it. Yeah, she was the lead in it, but she yeah. was class. I'd meet her from based on that. If you're not familiar with Ali and AJ, Ali, they are twins. They're not no, twins. No, they're sisters. They're, Ali is an older sister. AJ is the younger sister. Yes. They've done bits and bobs. Ali started out in acting. She was in Fill the Future, previously mentioned, um, yeah. which was on Disney Channel. Um, they they kinda, both came from Disney Channel, I think. Yeah. They, they did both. like a Sweet 16 movie together. It yeah. was like a movie based on the show. Bizarre. Then she obviously did Hellcats. They kind of did their own bits. But they're probably best known for this duo pop act that they have. Uh, not. I would say they're better known for their acting on Disney Channel, but... 
I would say Ali is better known. Like AJ is known for Ali and AJ. Okay, Ali is okay, known fair. for both. Okay. Was she not was one of them in the Jonas Brothers TV shows? Huh? Jonas. Jonas. Was one of them in that? Oh, could well have been. Like, bear in mind, I didn't have Disney Channel until I was like 15 or 16. No, that's a lie. I never had Disney Channel because my parents wouldn't pay for Sky. I would say, I like, based on my upbringing with Disney Channel, I would say they their, t- their TV stuff came first and then their singing stuff. Anyway, they were big but in... It doesn't really matter. <laughs> they were big in the noughties. They came back kind of the early teenies as a... They tried to rebrand themselves as this act called 78 Violet where it was like no. proper kind of kind of taking it more I don't want to say taking it more seriously because I really enjoyed that pop album and if anyone sing has never sing one of the most well known songs off it if you can uh, so the, their lead single would be Potential Breakup Song so it's like a, this is a potential breakup song our album needs just one <laughs> you're a much better singer than that please tell me <laughs> Um, I don't know that at all they tried to uh, they tried to come back to not much success in the last two years or so they've kind of come back again under the Ali and AJ moniker and the stuff is really really good if any I know a couple of people saw the press release go out uh, my friend Dave he's of No Encore fame if anyone listens to that music podcast hey Dave he sent me the press release and he was like what year is this 2007 as he tends to do and like he tweeted as well and a lot of people are like no 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 you should listen to your new stuff it's really really good and from what I've listened to Really mature, but like still bangers. Yeah, still bangers. Yeah. They're playing the Academy in July. I think normal tickets are like b- between 30 and 35 euro. If we're not going to meet them. them for the crack. No, I'm trying I to get them on the podcast. Like, That's why I'm so broke. <laughs> if you want us to get Ali and AJ on the podcast, um, contact us. Oh my God. If you are Ali and AJ, if you're listening, get on to us because we'll forget. This is an open <laughs> invitation. Um, you just mentioned as well, probably the most recent and one that I'm most excited about the Jonas Brothers. Yes. Are they coming to Dublin? Not that I've heard, but I mean, I'd be very surprised if we didn't hear something within this year or next year. Yeah. Because maybe it was just me. I wasn't massively on the the Jonas Brothers buzz until like towards the end when they kind of petered out. Love bug. No, I never. I don't, oh, don't really like that song. Bug again. And I'm the one who's faking to be a bad singer for I this. I didn't say faking. <laughs> um, yeah, they're coming back. Uh, the three brothers have abandoned their chastity belts and they're back with some bangers. And their family feud. And their fa- and the family feud. What? What That's do you mean? When family they broke feud? up originally it was the family feud, wasn't it? That Nick didn't want to be in the band anymore, and they didn't speak for ages. Oh, I didn't hear anything about this. Tell us what? more. Yeah, I didn't hear anything about this. So James Gordon did a carpool karaoke with them um, when they came when they announced their comeback a few weeks ago, and he asked them, "What was the crack? Can we talk about what happened?" And they were like, "Yeah, let's talk about it." And it was like basically Nick didn't want to be in the band anymore, and they were like, "Well, we can't." Have, well, like I'm paraphrasing, but like it was like we can't have a band without you like you're the singer <laughs> or you're like he was mainly the talent like Joe yeah. was the looks Kevin was the musician like and I think at that time Nick was probably the most famous because yeah. he'd gone he was the out youngest with, as well God love Kevin because <laughs> he'd gone out with Miley and Miley had and her Demi song about was him. like a good friend of his I think they yeah. were dead as well um, so, uh, that's mad yeah. but it makes sense and then obviously Nick had probably the most sec- successful solo career yeah. but if you've never looked into Joe's music I would highly recommend going back to his album, which I cannot remember the name are there of. I think, it's, I think it's called All This Time and the lead singles are See No More and Just In Love. See No More is a banger. It's so good. So, so good. Very underrated. Again, God love Kevin. Don't know what he did in the time Kevin had, uh, Kevin had met a lovely wife on holidays. Kevin was probably the only got one who stayed got true a reality to, his, show. Uh, to his purity thing. Oh, I watched, oh, they did. Sorry, that was on E, wasn't it? Yeah, I watched Any good? that. Um, it was grand. I just love being nosy like and seeing... 
It didn't get, it didn't last. But Danielle Jonas does the funniest spawn con on Instagram ever. She's so boring. Like. Yeah, I, I love her like, and I admire her for just owning it. Yeah. But anyway, they're coming back. Um, if anyone hasn't watched their most recent performance on SNL, they did Burning Up. And yes, oh my God, chills. it will stir things in your loins. <laughs> it was like, because I saw someone tweet and I was like, all right, I'm going to watch this. And it was, there was something very moving about it. <laughs> genuinely moving I'm really excited I think I'm surprised at the appetite that was there for them but I suppose in comparison to the other bands that we spoke about who were like English or whatever they kind of have more of an international appeal when they have this they obviously have a huge audience in the US and I think they're I do think they cracked the Europe and other places in general. But I the think Europe. The Europe. But I think this track, Sucker, they're making a lot of progress with it. I think they're more high profile in terms of their relationships, which shouldn't really impede yeah, on the music. Yeah, they've never really left the spotlight. They've always kind of had something taken yeah. over. I think that's helped them. Like, I'm obsessed with the Jonas sisters now as well. So the Jonas sisters are like their not, wives. Yeah. So it's Who's Sophie Turner, Priyanka Chopra, Chopra. Chopra and Daniel Jonas. Probably Daniel Sophie. Jonas. <laughs> she took his name. Did the others not? No, I don't think so she had her own name though <laughs> she did but me, me no just the, the way you listed it out it was funny right I'll google it's it now it's like something Italian they're all Italian Danielle Jonas anyway Sophie's probably <laughs> my favourite because I'd say she's the best crack yeah. Priyanka I'd say is high maintenance Priyanka apparently and Kevin don't get on I'd believe that Um, <laughs> I'd say I would love to go Danielle Del- Delisa Delicia Delicia is her name. Yeah. I'm sorry, Danielle, if you listen, that I... She's a nice girl. She's probably the best looking out of all Just pawned you off as Kevin's commodity. Like, I'd say she is nice. I never... At no point She's have I questioned her like, character. She was never famous. She just came from a big, rich Italian family. And they met on holidays by the swimming pool. Oh, that's cute. She was sitting, like, lying with her sister and he came over and was like, I think you're really nice. Like, do you want to go on I think you're really nice. I made that up. They were really lying by a swimming nice. pool. They were at the same resort or whatever on holidays. Um, How cute is that? The dream. like. Yeah, no, I'm buzzed. Meeting a Jonas um, brother on holidays. I am very excited about that comeback and to see where that album goes. Um, I think Because of the sound of the latest single. Very excited. Tell you what comeback show I went to before. I went to see Fall Out Boy when they got back together. When you said this to me, I didn't. I just thought they were never left. I don't. I, but oh my me, god, like, no! So they went. Was okay, that a comeback? They did, okay. So the thing is, again, you have to question whether a comeback comes after a hiatus or after like a straight up we're breaking up. So just for an example, Fair, yeah. like One Direction are broken up now, but Fall Out Boy went on hiatus. Let me check what year they were it was. always coming back. Hiatus length. I think they were, yeah. They went, they came back in 2013 and they went on hiatus in 2010. That felt like three long years for a tiny little emo gal like me. Um, they were like my favourite band. I was obsessed with them. I'd never gotten to see them live uh, because I was too young and I was down in Cork and whatever, blah, blah, blah. I was pinned the <laughs> But then they got back together and my mom knew how obsessed I was with them. I used to get like their merch packs like every Christmas. Um... And they got back together for their album Save Rock and Roll and they announced no Irish date initially. So we went over to see them in Birmingham and it was class. I can't remember the name of the arena. Um, Taylor Momsen's band supported them. Class. What are they called again? Pretty Reckless? Yeah. Pretty Reckless. And some other band that I don't think are together anymore. You make me want to die. And it was so gas. It was just me and my mum. And mum like kind of hung back. Do you know the way they do that little thing in the middle of a crowd usually where they're where, like a smaller stage where they'll come out in the middle yeah. of the set and be like doing this acoustic or whatever. This for you guys yeah, the yeah. cheap seats. So mum was like I'm going to stay back here 
but I hadn't copped at that point that that's the purpose. So I thought it was just like a load of scaffolding or whatever. So I was like, right, okay. And I was trying to get as close as possible. <laughs> and then Andy, who's the drummer, he was doing like a little drum solo. And um, I had got moved way, way far away from my mom. And at this point, I was still only like 19 or 20. I can't remember. Yeah, you were in college. Yeah, I would have been... No, I would have been 18. 18 turning 19. And... Um, I went, back, I went back and I was like, and oh, my mom was like, I went over to my mom. Mom was like, they're going to come down here. I'm telling you, they're going to come down here. And then obviously mom they did, they came best. up and they did a Nobody Puts Baby in the Corner acoustic. And it was, it was incredible. It was like genuinely one of the most exciting things in my life. I was so sweaty after. It was amazing. It was so, so, so good. And after after that time and having not seen them, I just think it added to it. Yeah. So, Imagine they've so been much. crap. Like you'd probably never look at them again. Oh, I would have been devastated. You now, have to be so careful with comebacks. I, guys. Now, I will say the thing was, I saw them then. It might have been a year or two later because they released another album in pretty quick succession, and they played the Three Arena, and I went. And I don't know why. I did still enjoy it, and I did still really enjoy it, but I don't think there was that factor there of obviously having not seen them before. Yeah, and I suppose it's I just been like your life back. wish, like your yeah, 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 absolutely. And I, I, they were they were back. It wasn't yeah, a comeback. Yeah. They were there, but it was still great. Really, really good. Yeah. Who would you like to see come back in the future if you had one wish? Um, Like Dead or Alive? Both. I would love if I could have any, any, if I could only see one concert ever, it would be Whitney Houston in her heyday. Oh, amazing. Yeah. I'd just love to say that. Or yeah. Elvis. That's yeah. so basic. I actually, it's Whitney Houston, like hands down. Or ABBA. I would fucking love to see ABBA in the are tree arena. Are they not coming out and doing stuff? Are they Apparently. doing like a hologram tour or something? Apparently. Do they not? A hologram yeah. tour doesn't count. Yeah, fair. I would agree. Um, I, excuse me. I have a couple of choices. I'd love to see. Oh, sorry. Leona Lewis as well. <laughs> really? That is left field, Breed. I also wrote down Hilary Duff, but I can't decide. Hilary Duff would be amazing. I can't decide if it's Hilary Duff or Lizzie McGuire. No, Hilary Duff, like yeah, yeah. Lizzie McGuire wasn't an she artist in her own. She is getting married. She was in Italy. She was. <laughs> okay, let's not even go there. Okay, so in terms of anyone that I'd like to see come back, Panic at the Disco's original lineup. Okay, so that would be Brendan Ryan, Spencer, and John. Not uh, there was a guy called Brent in it at the start. Gary like, Brent, like <laughs> much of fucking Brent from the Sugar Babes. The original Sugar Babes. That's I know. what I was gonna say. Yeah, it'd be class. MKS or actually, I would. I'd be happy enough to see any Sugar Babe lineup before Jade. So Jade Who's was Jade? the one. This is the thing you don't remember. So do you remember it was like a male? No, I remember Kerry. Kerry. No, I'm Kerry thinking of, is in Atomic Kitten. I was thinking of Atomic Kitten, guys. Sorry. I would I would like to see the Atomic Kitten lineup that was Jenny from the block. Oh, do you know the three of them? And yeah, it was your one with the red hair. And Natasha. Of, Natasha. Kerry. No, not Kerry. Not Kerry. <laughs> are we still talking point. about the Sugar Babes? What band are we on? <laughs> do you remember we saw Natasha's, you're on Natasha's arse? <laughs> what? We were <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Do you remember? I got tickets for this thing. I thought it was going to be Rent, the musical, but it ended up being like Rent live in concert in oh, the Grand Sorry, Grand yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. And, and she uh, played whoever. She played Maureen, and there's this part in Rent where Maureen is like, and we raise a glass you kiss my ass to la vie bohème. And she like pulls down her pants and you can see her arse. And yeah. Natasha played that role, and she was like, we saw our arse. For a reasonable wow. fee. What a moment. <laughs> what I can't would believe you, you forgot. What would you pay to see someone's arse momentarily? 
<laughs> Hi guys and welcome to Bandwagon's OnlyFans account You'd be surprised Oh god Depends on whose arse it is On the topic of girl bands though Girls Allowed Let's bring this back on track Girls, girls allowed. allowed are back are they? No <laughs> Way too over eager Nadine Coyle is doing her own bit Solo Cheryl God love her Sack it in love Cheryl Cheryl Scottish yeah. I copied you Why did I do that? Um, Sarah's I'd, in a bad way I'd love mentally. to see them get back together But um they hate each other now. Uh, Sarah and uh, Kim are friends. Kimberly? I think Young they're boy. all kind of on decent terms with each other, except Nadine. Nobody is on good terms with Nadine as far as I'm aware. Okay. Or maybe I'm wrong. Oh, I could be wrong there, actually. Or Cheryl. I feel like they all hate no, Cheryl. No, no, no. It's Cheryl and... Cheryl and Nadine are definitely not on good terms. And then... I know Kimberly and Cheryl are like really good mates. Kimberly, Ni- I could only ever hear that in Kate and, and Jenna's uh, voice. And Nicola. Nicola had a really good solo career and I wish she'd come back and do bits, uh, to be honest. No. L. Nicola. O. V. E. Dance with the Beat of Bottom. We need to pay for a license so that I have to yeah. stop singing these inserts. Do you know what? When are the Saturdays coming back though? Oh, I mean, give you me the words out of my mouth. Higher. Oh, in the Olympia, up, up, like up, I feel alive. We, we saw, saw them. Yeah, oh yeah. my god, do you remember that was last a cracker gig. gig. And yeah, Una yeah. was like nine and a half months pregnant. <laughs> was she? No, she. Do you remember? Yeah, she, she was, was pregnant, but she, she wasn't was, that pregnant. She was, was massive. She? Yeah, no, she was fairly pregnant. Like that was a good gig. It was. I do enjoy them a lot. I would like to see them come. And back. They're all still friends, I think. Yeah. No, I haven't, any, I haven't heard anything about them not being friends, so I'm going to assume so. Vanessa tried to do some of her own solo bit. Did she? I was going to say. They were good. Una's a country Shady person country. now. Rochelle and Rachel I think. Rochelle does telly. Frankie does a bit of reality TV the odd time, but she's a full time mammy from what I can uh, see. Yeah, married to Wayne Bridge. Yeah. They're cute. I, how many people, how she is responsible for ruining so many young people's hair, including mine, because all I wanted was like a Frankie Sanford. Like, do you know that kind of short on the Pixie. one side, longer on the oh, front? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Diabolical. But like, very few people have a face you like hers. You need to be skinny, like. You need to be a skinny legend. And I am a beautiful woman, but I'm probably not a skinny legend, so. I just, and also her face just, it's just so She doesn't have a moon face. and petite yeah, and yeah. like pretty. Like the, N- not a moon face And she seen. had several stylists that made it work every yeah. day, I'd say. Who the fuck has time to blow dry, like? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Not me. Not me. Anyone else you'd like to see come back? Um, what's the crack with Britney? Is she back? Is she not? Is she okay? I don't think Britney is coming back. Is the thing. She so has I'm glad I saw her in the tour arena. Oh, that I was did. last year, was it? Yeah, I thought it was this year. Um, no, it was last year. It was last August. Was it? That good? was a bizarre gig. I've heard. I heard. Pish Bull supported like... her, and it was. He was the best thing about it. He was uh, such a buzz. That's um, the one thing I would say about Britney is I was really glad I saw her. Like the dancing was pretty good. She didn't seem entirely comfortable. She spoke in a British accent at times. Uh, she did. Well. She did lip sync, but like I went into that with my eyes open. I didn't leave. T- I didn't go in thinking I can't wait to hear Britney sing live. That's not what happens. Do you think she's a good dancer? Yeah. Do you? Yeah, definitely. Okay. I. <laughs> Don't think she's coming back. And to be honest, I think it's probably better for her. I don't yeah. I don't think she's well. I I, I don't, don't really know. We were previously going to do something on the Free Britney movement, but there's kind of a lot of misinformation about it around the place. Yeah. 
So we decided to back off because nobody knows. Oh, we want the best for her. We give enough. We give out enough shite and lies on this podcast without bringing <laughs> bringing poor Britney Britney Jean into it. There's been a recent statement that I don't know if she made or if it came from off the back of her management or wherever, where she kind of said that she has no plans to come back anytime soon. I would lo- if it was a case if she did make a comeback, I would like for it to be on her terms. But until then, I'm not really interested, and I want her to take the time and the space to get better herself. Yeah. I think that's the thing as well and I think I hope it's something that artists don't compromise because I can understand being in a position where you've sky high debts you need to make money you need to pay stuff off and the obvious thing seems to be oh we'll go on a comeback tour yeah yeah yeah. like cash in on that nostalgia sure what else can they do they can't go get normal jobs I know but like I but that's what I'm saying it's that catch 22 you might not be in a position where mentally you're able or mentally you can handle it or even if you don't really want to like I'd say there's a lot of people who sign a contract because they know it's going to be easier money wise more security in the future or buys them a bit more time and they're getting up and they're singing songs night in night out and in their head they're like how do I get out of this? How do I get out of this contract? That's a bit grim, isn't it? I've yeah. taken this on a grim turn. Um, I was just taking... Sorry, I d- dazed off. No, please take this away from whatever remember, way I was taking so this. So it's probably like a year and a half ago now, Elton John announced his final ever tour. Oh, yes. And it was going to last for three years. Yeah, that's... I don't really Is he have, still on that or what's the crack? No, I don't think so because he is that Rocket Man stuff now. Did so you see that? Rocket Man is like the... That's the his biopic. finale of his No, no, no. Career, well, it, I don't think it's the finale... The thing with that kind of stuff is, and when people say stuff like that, I'll believe it when I see it. Because I feel like he's one of those people before who's definitely said, yeah, I'm done. I'm quitting showbiz. Yeah. I'm quitting touring. Yeah, but it's going to last three and a half years. Yeah, yeah. The goodbyes. Yeah. It's going to take this long. I don't know. You know one big comeback tour we didn't also uh, talk about? We have previously talked about it. Garth Brooks. Oh, I don't want to talk about him. Yeah. I never asked you, <laughs> who would you see, dead or alive, if you could go to one one person? Dead or alive. In their heyday, in their prime, or not? Uh, I'm very lucky because I write for Golden Plague. I've seen a lot of people. So yeah, same. And because I'm friends with you, so have I. But like, yeah. there's definitely one that you probably I dead that you'll never get to see. I don't think I could see. pick one. I would love to have seen. I would have loved to have gone to the One Direction show in Croke Park with all of them because that looked amazing. I was at that. It was grand. We and sure we saw them after Zayn left, and I remember seeing them and just being was like, Zayn not at that one? No. Do you remember it was the so we saw them on the in Made the in the AM tour and Zayn, or maybe it wasn't. Zayn had, no it was, sorry it was. It was the Made in the AM tour. Zayn had just left. Uh, they were they played Belfast the night before. They were supposed they to. They phoned it in, do you remember? No, yeah, they, they phoned were like it in. But remember the night before they were supposed to play in Belfast and then Liam was like sick and they, it was like they waited until like nine o'clock and they were like, yeah, the gig's cancelled or oh, the fuck. gig's postponed. Liam's like really unwell. And then they played Dublin the next night and we were like, oh, I really want to go see them. What the hell? But they played they played anyway, but it was very like in parts they like weren't there and then in other times like it was just so magic to watch them. It was yeah. mad. Yeah. I went but to see them in Crow Park with Hilda and they were like it was grand, but like I didn't get any gig in Crow Park is a little bit shit to be honest. Um just I d- dead I can't really think of dead people at the minute, but just in terms of alive, I would do you know who I would have loved to have seen? Who? Nelly Furtado around the man eater era. What? What? You could you could have picked fucking Freddie Mercury. I'm not. I'm gonna edit out the curse. Freddie Mercury. Anyone like? And you pick Nelly Furtado. You're putting pressure. Okay, I'm sorry. Stacey Oracle. Love Stacey Oracle. You can you can update our Instagram if you think of other ones. If I think of anyone else, I like Stacey Oracle. 
There's gotta be more to love than chasing out every temporary high to satisfy me. No. Banger. <laughs> no. Okay. I don't know it. I don't know it. Oh. Karen Bailey Ray would have been great. Well, she uh, I think she still does bits. Do you know, actually, what I can't believe we haven't spoken about, um, and it's the comeback of six and why it hasn't happened. Oh, God. That needs to happen. Sinead Shepard is running for... No, all of them would do it, I'd say. Cork City Council. What? Yeah. If anyone's in Cork and feels they want to vote for Sinead Shepard... Tell her you'll only do it if she brings back six. Yeah, but I think she's also a Fine Gael, so mm, not a buzz. Anyway, thank you so much for uh, listening to us reel off our fave bands, but... I have some mini bandwagons if you want to hear those before we go. I absolutely do want to hear those before we go. So I have four. I might squeeze them all in because two of them are only little and I can't elaborate on them. (laughs) Um, the first one is hairbands, guys. Hairbands are back and they're big. I, I every are week you I regret me? you in charge of this segment. They're every, Justify like, it. Sorry, I went to Penny's today and bought four hairbands. Darren Garry was mad for the hairbands on our Instagram there a couple of weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, Darren now is a great Bonnie uh, Ryan. Yeah. Oh, they're all into it. Like the cloth hairbands are back. Great spokespeople for them. I'm going to be honest. I don't think I can pull them off, and I use them solely for the purpose of. Removing things from my face oh. Or when I'm sweaty Yeah so I mean I'm not against them I suppose I'm a very specific Bandwagoner there Okay Fair But you could, you would agree That they are back Yes I would Yeah Okay. I mean yeah I mean Okay so then we're, on, we're still on topic If that's <laughs> what helps you sleep at night Yeah Breed Cool um, Next one On the same note um, I was going to say lashes <laughs> Never mind that. We won't elaborate We've both just got there. our lashes done this Actually, week Actually we can say that Because yeah um, I'm a brand ambassador For the brow artist I feel like I need to just Clarify that before anyone's like, she didn't pay for them. No, I didn't. But I just got a lash lift. I'm buzzed. You got lash extensions. I got lash extensions from Tammy Lash and they're class. I've gotten lash extensions from Tammy Lash before and they're amazing. They're really good. Really quick and really cheap. Coming into the summer, if you're kind of not really arse wearing makeup and you're just out and about a lot, I think either is a good option if you're just trying to keep it low maintenance for the summer. And you want to feel pretty. And you want to feel gorge and you want to open up those big, beautiful eyes, as Jonathan S would say. Yeah. What's next, Breach? So. My brother lives in Chicago and he saw Snow Patrol live a couple of weeks ago. Um, but there was an Irish guy from the north supporting them called Ryan McMullen. Um, and I've, it, it's a really, it's, he's not new. He's just a bandwagon I've jumped on in the last week. And he's really good and I just really want to recommend him. Um, he has an absolutely gorgeous cover of The Streets of New York that I've listened to twice a day and cried every single time I've heard it. He's just like, if you're into, like, if you saw Dermot Kennedy in the Olympia recently, um, or if you like love Perlinatini, he's very much those kind of vibes. Gorgeous, gorgeous voice. Uh, he's only twenty five, and he has a new single out, and it's called "In the Back of My Mind," and he's very good. So look him up. I've heard the name. I'm gonna have to check him out now. Yeah, I he's from the north, so he kind of sings with a northern twang, and he's kind of good looking. He's really nice. Breed sweating um, in here right now. I have one more bandwagon if you want to hear it. I yeah. <laughs> we have time. I so I went off on one on Instagram during the week because I started watching the show on Netflix called Tiny House Nation. <laughs> Tiny House Nation Basically so people build tiny houses That are just like trailers That you can hook onto the back of cars Oh okay sorry I got really excited Because I thought you meant Have you ever seen like uh, Miniature kitchen (laughs) Houses for ants No there's this series on Facebook or and it's some social page and they make like really tiny versions of meals in these like really oh, like yeah, doll yeah, houses. Yeah. That's what I kind of thought you meant. I'm kind of less excited no, now, but I want like to hear what else you have to say. People downsizing, but then they literally it's like living in a like a a swanky caravan, like two maybe like yeah. with a loft. It's it stressed me out so much when I started watching it. I was like, where are they going to put their stuff? Where how when where are they going to put guests when they have people over? 
uh, like is the food that they cook in the kitchen not going to smell up their bedclothes like it was like little things like that I don't think they were thinking through mm. but I watched all like seven or eight episodes and then I was like I wonder what my dad built me a tiny house priced out of Dublin try a tiny house <laughs> exactly uh, so it's kind of a buzz but it's also it is stressful but it's kind of gas if you just want something very very similar format to Queer Eye but like obviously not as good but like less if you're, gay men less gay men but the, the hosts are I think straight men but they're they're kind of good but um, yeah, it's grand. It's they're kind of good. Watching. You're already selling this. To they're me good. Free. They're kind of like cheesy, corny American like DIY hosts. Like interesting. Okay, that's one to look so out. And what's it. that called again? Tiny House Nation, and it's on Netflix. Yes. Thanks a million for those breach. No bother. Thanks we have reached to you for being here. Oh, thanks. Well, did I just thank you for thanking me? Yeah, I did. Um, th- and now we extend the thanks to you, our lovely listeners. Yeah, do you um, like this podcast? Let us know. Yeah. That's all, that's all we need. Yeah, reviews really help us. Um, follows, likes, comments, whatever. If tell you your give sister. Them all to us. Tell the tell girls in work. Tell your brother. Tell your mother and your father and your cousin. Tell the lads in the office. Like tell the lads in the office. When you're at the water cooler and you're like, and you're talking about podcasts and they're all talking about true crime ones, you can be like, Hey, I know this one that can maybe like they not- talked about it, Tom and Kitten, for way too long. <laughs> they talked about it, Tasha's arse. Great content. This is the content you want and want yeah. to support. Um, yeah, no, but in all seriousness, we do really appreciate it. Let us know if you're going to any comeback gigs yourself. If you're if you've travelled anywhere like myself to go see Fallout Boy. If I'm going to see any of you at Spice Girls, let me know. Um, any comebacks you'd like to see sound off we have an email address nobody contacts it's us on called, that uh, bandragonspodcast at gmail.com so why not break the cycle and send us a mail otherwise oh my god we should do a Q&A episode on something we absolutely should um, let us know what you want that to be but that's for the next development meeting <laughs> um, yeah as always thanks a million guys I've been Fanula. I've been Breed you've been listening to Bandragons thanks so much guys bye bye Slam your body down and zigga zigga. No, I didn't like that. <laughs> Did <laughs> you? Sake. Yeah, it was fine. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.